Previously on Babies and Broadswords. The dumbwaiter door opens out into a room full of toys. Oh. Hey, Mr. Muscleman. Oh, hi, Mrs. 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 Hi, we're going on a date together. We're going to go over here, and then we're going to go over there, and then we're going to have a tea party. <laughs> There's a jiggling at the door handle. <gasps> Daybell lays flat again, and she pretends to be a lake. You see a little head slowly poke its way around. We are orphans. So are we. We're orphans, too. We were originally from Lady Chastity's, but we busted out of there. Where are we now? This is Lady Chastity's home for delightful orphans who need loving homes. Henry, you have heard stories of another orphanage where the rich kids live Okay, we have a different society right here, and we're the new it's triangle. It's a pantless society. Yeah, we don't care if you wear it's pants. Not, no pants is not proper. We also don't care if you have fur, or if you're made of walks, or if you like to make jokes, or if you don't like to make jokes. But or we, if you have parents that live in your head. We don't care we don't about care. those things. Yep. And if you mm-hmm. all want to get married to awake, that's okay too. She takes Swampkins by the hand. Goes, uh-huh, I got nothing else to do today. Okay, what's your name? My name is Melody. Melody uh, Pants. It's a song. My name is the song that you sing. It's called oh. the, the, it's the Melody. 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 She takes you down the hallway. And the room opens up to a wide banquet hall. And there are buffet tables Arranged around the the outskirts of the floor, and there are children playing in the middle of of this room with blocks and little toys, and there are grown-ups walking through, all very fancy-looking, and they're chatting with some of the children. Oh no, I didn't realize it's visitation day. Welcome to another episode of Even Footing Games presents Babies and Broadswords. Babies and Broadswords. The BNB. I am Jason, your sitter extraordinaire, and I am here with my core four today Aaron, Lee, Jack, and Jimmy. How are you, kiddos? Good, Jason. <laughs> I am so glad to hear that, and I am so glad that you've joined us for another episode. Shall we get into it? Let's do it. I guess so. Let's do it. I'm ready. Okay. You're standing on the threshold of one of the nicest rooms you've ever seen. The walls are painted a cheery uh, yellowish color, but it's not a glaring yellow. It's more yellow that kind of magnifies and soaks in the sunlight that's coming in from the windows which actually have real glass and not just dirt uh, b- <laughs> dirt yeah dirt yeah who puts dirt Duct in windows yeah i was thinking more boards and newspapers but tacked up exactly cloths. i don't know have you not cleaned a window for a while because it gets dirty i guess no i keep my house clean aaron oh um <laughs> well aren't you fancy i had to learn the hard way I'm actually looking at some of the windows in my office right now and feeling shame deep in my soul. But this room is very clean. And there are adorable little cherubic children who all look like they fell out of a a magazine playing quietly and peacefully and joyfully with toys that have not been Frankenstein together from bits and pieces of other toys. Now, if I may ask, Jason, are there... Kids of all various types and races and stuff? There are kids of mostly humanoid humanoid races. (laughs) That's where they are. You're not seeing a lot of, I don't want to say monstrous races, but Henry is still the only dragon around. We'll say that. And uh, nobody seems to be made of rocks. There are elfy kids and there are human-y kids and there are... One or two dwarfy kids. 
but all of the kids are paragons of adorableness. I'm hoping there's a gnome in there disguised as a kid. Well, I mean, there's absolutely a trench coat full of gnomes that's standing in the corner. <laughs> of course Five, there is. Gnome children. There's always, yeah. It's required. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just wanted to ask that, just so I understand the dynamics of Lady Chastity's. Let's just say the kids that you're seeing now are, are more on the presentation side of things. This is uh, the catalog picture. And there are a number of wealthy-looking grown-ups who are kind of meandering through the group of children, occasionally talking to one, occasionally getting down on a knee and playing with another. And the nurses are different from your normal nurses because they are young and fresh-faced and don't seem absolutely destroyed by traumas of childcare, uh, long-term or otherwise. No Miss Margaret in sight. Miss Margaret actually is there, <gasps> but no Nurse Griselda. Miss Margaret is there presiding over the the room, sort of like a, a dutiful mother hen. Miss Margaret, as you may recall, while she is the head nurse, she's also the top administrator and, generally speaking, not an unfriendly person. She's just very busy and, and tends to kind of look at the kids as more numbers than necessarily people. But she's not, she's never been mean to anyone. It's just that's not where her head's at. She takes, she doesn't get any joy in, in, in tormenting the children like some of the other nurses do. She's just, she's got an orphanage to run. And the orphans tend to be just sort of, you know, secondary to that. Melody turns to, to the four of you. Her eyes are big, but not in that adorable, cute way that she turns on when she needs something more shock. She says, I forgot that today is visitation day. Now, excuse me, <clears throat> I have to get back into my Thwompkins voice, but then being invisible grandpa voice. <laughs> what does that mean? It means that all of the kids have to be on super good behavior because maybe they will get adopted. So, and find new mommies and daddies. Wait, hey, 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 pa parents, parents, oh, wait, wait, uh, parents, parents. <laughs> uh, wait, yeah, but kind of, sort of, maybe not for everybody. Henry says over, he goes over to the kids and says, I don't think this, these parents are for us, buddy. Uh, what? That makes invisible grandpa very sad. You know, what I want to know is, why... Where the, just where in the heck are we? This looks kind of like we chassis. I think it was Henry that figured it out last time. Like, rolled and figured it out. Ignatius is, is not very smart. Yeah. I'll point that out once oh, again. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> I mean, freaking Nor does he often pay attention to anything besides himself. So. No, no, I was, just, I, was just, I was just trying to confirm. I'm pretty certain Henry did. I oh, Henry, was, Henry put yeah. two and two together. Henry figured it out pretty quickly. Yeah. Maybe it's a good thing because we can sneak past everyone while they're talking to the big kids but, and the adults. But, but parents, the the nurses are are very they're they're watching everybody so that nothing goes wrong because apparently when when things go wrong, I heard one of the nurses say that their funding could be cut, and apparently when funding is cut, well, nothing happens to us, but I guess. It sounds like less fun to me. It's yeah, mm, yeah. It's less no, fun. Nobody wants the fun to be cut. We want to have all of the fun, but they mm -hmm. they're gonna be looking out very, very carefully. And you all, even with your great disguises, Henry says to Melody, "Do you think you could create a distraction of cuteness?" So that we could get past you up the stairs. Could you be the cutest kid in the entire orphanage? I feel like I feel like it might be a little stretch, but I, I think maybe you could handle it. I I think she could she Earth I think she could sing and I'm I'm losing the voice. 
It's okay. You're doing pretty good, Thwompkins. Thank you. <laughs> I. Okay. <sighs> okay. <sighs> she she is gathering herself. You can you can see her sort of pulling in all of her faculties. I'm gonna be the cutest I have ever been. You can do it. I know it's hard, but Thompkins, Thompkins, give her a quick hug. There is an aura of inspiration. The air seems to shimmer around her a little bit, and you swear the air starts to smell like peppermints ever so slightly, and and baby powder, but not the kind that has formaldehyde and asbestos in it. Like the the, (laughs) so itchy. Yeah. Not the kind that gets you called off the grocery store. The good kind of baby powder. Very modern. The smell, regardless, is is delightful. And it, it speaks of, of clean children and, and sunny days. And, and Melody fixes her costume, her princess costume. And she turns back at the, at the four of you. And she says, when, when I say, when, when, when I start my dis, 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 distraction, you all have to go. To the other side, and she points all the way across the 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 banquet hall to uh, an opposite hallway uh, that mirrors the one that you're coming out of. But you have to be careful when you go by Miss Margaret because she sees everything. Oh, uh, Miss Margaret's cool. She's very nice. Yeah, but she would also know us. Not right now, though. And so I do not want to alert her to our presence, because she would know we were not in the right area. I don't have any presence for her. Exactly. That's why we have to go straight past her, and not because if we did have presence, we could maybe talk to her, but we don't. Oh, okay. Well, that makes perfect sense. We shouldn't be hidden good. Actually, Thompkins is going to do something real quick. Okay, Thompkins. Oh, no. He's going to give her the glowy flower he was saving for Cindy. Aww. Thompkins, are you serious? Extra cute. It's a glowy mm-hmm. flower. She's a, he's like, it's, it's, it, it's really noticeable, and, 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 and I, can, I can get Cindy something else. But that's for your girlfriend. My, I mean, she's, you have a girlfriend? I mean, she's a friend. That's a... Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I feel yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do you guys feel this? Guys, not now. Words that make me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> if I take the flower, does that mean I'm your girlfriend, too? Of yes. course. Sure. I think it does. But there's cooties all over it. No, there's no, no. no there is not. No, there is not. Do she, not. But she no. physically recoils back from the flower at the mention well, of cooties. We are we are trying to eradicate the cootie terror in the orphanage. We yeah, obviously just do kidding. not have cooties. I was just kidding. He doesn't that. have cooties. I promise. Well, if you if I'm gonna be your girlfriend, then you have to bring me juice boxes and stuff, right? Uh huh. Yes, that's how Uncle Grandpa or Invisible Grandpa understands this type of relationship. <laughs> that's what he does for a girlfriend. I do juice boxes. Okay, I will be your girlfriend and take a flower, but I will be expecting juice boxes. As oh, wait. Right. Okay. Well done, Flankins. Now you Yay. have another girlfriend. No, only one. Oh. There can only be one. There can? Just... Just so you know, Boyfriend Thompkins, I will also still be accepting juice boxes from other people. <laughs> that is fair. Wait a second. I don't... Okay. I don't know about stuff sometimes. It's a very modern relationship. Okay. I I feel if we both understand the parameters of our boyfriend-girlfriend relationship and agree to them, then we are free to accept juice boxes from other people. Poem... Sounds good. Let's let's get on with the distance. I accept these terms. She holds the, the flower in front of her and it's glowing and it, and it doesn't increase her cuteness. And she steps up to the middle of the room and goes, <clears throat> Hello, everybody. My name is Melody and I am this many. And she holds up four fingers. On the good ship. Lollipop, oh, it's go. a sweet trip go. to go. the candy shop. Oh, on she's the so good. I want to watch. 
Lollipop. No. Uh, you do feel drawn. Grabs, grabs Ignatius. But she's very good. I like the show. You can hear her over there. And she's singing and she's doing a little tap dancing routine. Da 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 da. And and the and many of the parents are looking over at her and a few of the nurses and they're all they all oh look at the adorable child. Or one of the 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 couples goes over to a nurse who's her back is to you, and you, you hear the 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 couple say, "And whose whose child is she?" And the the nurse says, "Oh, she's she's the child of one of the 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 local magistrates. Oh, she's she's not really available for adoption." And the couple goes, oh, and the we can hear ups, this. Yes, you hear this. I am. I am. No, I'll raise my paw right up in the air. I'm available. Oh I think better than that. Watch me. Julius. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to cover Julius with the shield and like shove him along. I'm gonna get adopted though. No, uh, lead her. We had to go to the closet first. Give me a guile Cindy. roll, me to see if you can oh, good. shut shut Jimmy up enough uh, in time to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so that's it. That's an eleven. Okay, yeah. Jimmy starts to, uh, or Ignatius starts to, me 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 me, and you just pretty much whap him with your shield and push him past. And when the, the, the nurse and the couples turn around to to see what's going on, all that all they see is uh just a, an adorable little pile of kids in costumes and they, they go back to their conversation. Because luckily Melody has started up another song and that draws everyone's attention back. You're sneaking along now, some of you. Some of you are trying to get the attention of anyone. Henry grabs Ignatius and uh, Thwompkins' arms and is trying to, with his majestic dragon mm. body, try and mm-hmm. pull them along with him. Surprisingly, despite the situation how Thwompkins usually is, he's actually very gun-ho at the moment. <laughs> About getting through this? Yeah. Get out of here. Despite, despite, despite the potential of being adopted. Henry is really scared that that Ignatius and and Plumpkins are going to start going for parents. I need cool rules from all of you. All of you. Five and two is seven. Henry eats a cookie. And gets an eight. Uh, What were we rolling again? I'm sorry. Cool. Cool. Oh, good. Just play it cool, boy. Nine. Real cool. Okay. Nine. I have a six. You feel the eyes before you notice her watching you. They're like lasers pinpointed into the backs of each of your skulls. Almost in unison, you turn your heads to the left, where the gimlet gaze of Miss Margaret has fallen upon you all. Her eyebrow was cocked ever so slightly, and a quizzical look is on her face as she slowly crosses her arms and squints at you even deeper. You can almost read on her face that she knows you're not supposed to be there, but she's momentarily confused by the fact that she doesn't know who you are at all. Her puzzlement at the fact that Nurse Margaret, Lady Margaret, Miss Margaret, her puzzlement at the fact that she, as Miss Margaret, knows the face of every child in the orphanage, and the fact she doesn't recognize your four has stymied her for a moment. It stunned her. She is working through her steel trap mind to figure out who in the heck are these kids trying to sneak through the banquet hall, on visitation day. You've got a moment. Maybe. Run! But she's um, clocked in. Question, is there anything nearby? Anything like the like you said, I think there are food or anything There's like ba- that? There are, there are long banquet tables uh, with tablecloths, and there's food on top of those tables. Um, there's, of course, 
little piles of, of toys here and there. And there's a couple of easels uh, where some kids have been drawing sun fl- suns and houses and cutesy crap that they've never actually seen before. Thwompkins will grab something and go in a totally different direction. What are you grabbing, Thwompkins? Whatever looks like the tastiest thing there. He's going to reach up with his ghostly hand and go in a totally different direction. Daybell's given up. She's making a yeah, point me running too. across the room. Me She's too. tired of dragging your, your baby butts. Oh, no, no. He's <laughs> being a distraction. Yeah, I think he's giving us the out. <laughs> Thwompkins reaches up. Thwompkins has made eye contact with with Under Miss the sheet. <laughs> From under the sheet. There's just two blinking yellowish eyes just staring right at her through the sheets. And a little clawed hand comes snaking out from under the tablecloth and grabs a banana off the table. That's the tastiest thing you can think of, Jason. <laughs> At a baby banquet, a banana. Uh, For us? Thompkins has always, always dreamed of having a banana. He would. Oh, he dreamed of having bananas. We have, bananas. He doesn't know what a banana is. Orange. No idea. Oh, he it was in a picture book. <laughs> On a that page of torn. Smile. <laughs> it is a time frame and place based vaguely on Victorian England. Do you know how rare a banana would be? I think the only <laughs> thing that would have been a worse is tropical <laughs> fruit in Victorian England. Jason, I love bananas. You had to rent out bananas so you know. for parties. Seriously, <laughs> who doesn't love bananas? You could only hold it. You couldn't even open and eat it because there was only like three in the country at any given time. Yeah. The golden fruit. A golden fruit. He takes the banana and waves it over his head and just bolts in the opposite direction, back the way he came. Henry and Daybella, I'm guessing you two don't hesitate. Boom! And run the other way. Ignatius, where are you going? When I see the banana, mm-hmm. I'm like, what is that? I want one of those. I'm just going to start walking toward where the bananas are. <laughs> You're ruining my sacrifice now. <laughs> What's that? I asked one of the kids that's nearby, like, what's that? Where the bananas are. It's banana 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 Ooh, banana 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 I like that. <laughs> there is a sharp whistle from Miss Margaret, and two of the nurses look over at her, and she points to all four of you. And if you were looking at her mouth, you, you could see her say, get them and the nurses all miss margaret reaches right down and and she grabs you ignatius uh since you're closest and gets you by this by the scruff uh one of the nurses goes after thwompkins who is running just the other direction just anywhere do you have a destination in mind or Uh, he was actually gonna go back to the to the uh not so uh to the not so smart waiter Okay, Thwompkins is making. Thwompkins is running. He's going out. All right, well, we're gonna have to see if you can make that. Henry grabs Daybella's hand in his little claw and says, "Let's go." Yeah, go. And we yeah, run. she's already like booking it across the room, trying to get through the door. We'll go get them later. We have split up the party three ways. Ignatius, a. A hand has grabbed you by the scruff of your neck. I was trying to get them. The banana, 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 and you feel yourself lift, just just not totally off the ground, but maybe enough so that you're on your tiptoes. And the arm turns you around, and you are right eye to eye with Miss Margaret. She's gotten down on the knees so she can look you square in the eye, and you feel f- petrified. By her cold, calculating gaze. Uh, And I'm actually going to need you to make me a, oh, let's call this a crafty roll. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Four. She looks you in the eye and you're petrified. Like Like a snake hypnotizes a mouse before it swallows it whole. I don't know if snakes actually do that, but I'm going to go ahead and assume that's what happens. It's just not all like the Jungle Book? 
it is exactly like the Jungle Book. And she says, who are you and how did you get into my orphanage? Scared to death that she doesn't know who I am. That's the weirdest thing for mm-hmm. Ignatius. You've run into Miss Margaret before. She you know, actually he actually likes Miss Margaret. Yeah, yeah. So he is so scared that his diaperless self is going to start peeing. Wow. Right next to the banana nananas. Alright, so you are you've wet yourself. Uh let's see how give me Ooh. Oh man. Let's see if Nurse Margaret or if Miss Margaret can how tough of a lady she is, because she's a tough lady. Give me Jimmy. <laughs> I don't even know how to do a P roll. Beefy. Um yeah, give me a beefy <laughs> roll. I was just thinking it has to be something physical. Yeah. Beefy. Eleven. <laughs> She's looking you so dead in the eyes, trying to hypnotize you, uh, with with her with her uh steel stare, Ignatius, that she doesn't realize for a moment that you've begun to wet yourself all over her shoes. When she feels the wetness soak into her, the tops of her shoes, she realizes right off the bat what you've done and just kind of, like, flinches back. And she's like, oh, 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 no, 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 not here, not now. There will be no... She, she's let go of you. Can I snag a banana and... Peel out. <laughs> Peel out. Peel out, baby. God. That works on so many levels. So many pea-soaked levels. Give yourself a gold star, you jerk, for the banana pun. Yes. It's a slippery slope, but I'll give it to you. And give me a nimble run. Give me a nimble roll. I crush a cookie? Yeah, you do. And a banana? Nope, I'm holding on to that banana. I'm holding on to that. No, I'm not giving this thing up. That's going to be an eight. After the cookie. Ignatius, she snags you by the tail. As you start to run, and she's got you by the tail. And she's pulling you back towards her. And then we let me go. Thwompkins. Yes. Thwompkins, you are running. Uh, back in the direction of where you think the dumbwaiter is. <clears throat> the, um, the smart. The smart, the, the, no, the, what do we call it? The super happy fun Lifty box. Yeah. Super happy fun lifty box. Super happy fun lifty box. Do you remember how to get back there? Maybe. Give me a brainy roll. Four plus three is a seven. Man, you went a lot of places in a new area, Thwompkins. You you came out of the super fun happy lifty box, sure, and then you played with some toys for a while. And then Melody took you to her room. And you played for a while there. And then she took you down another place and you played for a while. You don't know where the heck the super happy fun Then Melody's room is. sounds pretty good. But you do remember how to get back to Melody's room. And dives into the pile of costumes. <laughs> All right. Thwompkins, you dive into the pile of costumes. You hear footsteps behind you. And they seem, and they they sound as you run down the hallway, and they seem to be getting closer. And a voice, a voice is yelling, "Where did he go? I just saw him a moment ago." And you hear the sound. You're in Melody's room, and you're in the pile of costumes, but you can hear the sound of doors opening and slamming down the hallway, and clompy feet as they seem to feel like they're searching around the room. And Melody's door opens, and you hear the sound of feet coming in, clump, 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 clump. Followed by two sets of smaller feet. Clomp, 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 clomp. And you hear the voices of Melody's brothers. Oh. The two twins. Maybe he came in here, Nurse Sally. We can look around for you if you want. And you hear the, the voice of who must be Nurse Sally say, Yes, you let me know if he's here. I'm going to check one of the other rooms, okay? And she, you hear her leave. And the two boys start to meander around, and they're going, Gargoyle boy, are you in here? Wait, how did they know I was a gargoyle? I was a ghost. I'll have you know. <laughs> they saw you before you put the costume on. <laughs> but did they see me after? <laughs> oh, that's fair. Okay. <gasps> I'm just a ghost. Are you in here? We won't tell. We promise. Hello? And it's Thwompkins. They said and they, they s- promise. 
And they start uh, kind of looking under beds. They, they said they promised it's Thwompkins. Okay. Thwompkins may have grabbed its uh, menagerie of costumes by this point and threw anything on. Thwompkins <laughs> is wearing all of the costumes? Yes. <laughs> Are you and, just kind of standing there in the middle of the war with all the costumes on? He just kind of just, you know, come, just comes out of it because they said they promised. Out of the closet? Yep. A dress, a top hat, a cane. Mm-hmm. Cop hat, cane, peg leg. Very dapper ghost. Space laser gun. <laughs> oh, there you are. I don't know what voice I'm supposed to be doing right now. I am a lot of things. <laughs> Can you do the voice of someone who's in a lot of trouble? You promised. And the other boy says, he promised, I didn't promise. That's... But... Thompkins learns hard lessons. So Thompkins rubs it looks What's it worth to you? I I only have cookies. Well I I've been I've been through so much the past few days and 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 it's been through so much that I just I only got a few cookies to to my name, which is Thompkins. My name's Thompkins, hi. And 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 I I yeah, I only got cookies any Give me give me an adorable roll, Thompkins. Natural five plus two seven. That's three sevens in a row. That is three sevens in a row. Lucky <laughs> number seven. The brother who said he promised not to tell kind of leans into his his twin and says, "Look, we, he, I don't. He's gonna start crying, and I really, I you know, I don't. I really don't want to deal with that right now. Can we just just let him go?" I don't know. He says he's got cookies. I don't, but come on, come on, come on. I I did I did I did promise. I didn't promise. I know you, but come on. Thompkins gives him a cookie anyway. All right, he takes the cookie and he's like, "All right, we won't tell, but you you got to get out of here because you can't you can't get Melody in trouble." No, I I, I don't want to get Melody in trouble. I uh, I need to get to the. To the closet with the super cutie antidote stuff. My my friends are gonna be there. Can, the con- can, confiscation closet. Hey, can you just you just tell me where it is real quick? I'll get there myself. You guys don't. I don't want to get you guys in trouble either. You gotta go through the the. You oh, gotta I, go back where you came from from oh. the, in the room to get there. Okay. And we can't go back there now because they're looking for you. Oh. You gotta get out of here, man. I mean, I guess we could take them to the Forbidden Zone. Uh, yeah, we could take them to the Forbidden Zone. They're talking to each other now. Uh, uh, maybe, he'll, you know, at least he'll be out of here. We won't get in trouble. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Forbidden Zone? Yeah, that's the place where we're not allowed to go because I guess it's like it's gross or something. Yeah, we'll take you there. Oh, okay. At least no, none of the nurses will find you there. Okay. All right. So they Thank poke you. their little he- they poke their he- little heads out of the hallway, uh, and they see Nurse Sally. And they say, oh, he's not in here. Must be down another hallway. She says, "Thank you, boys. You're so very helpful." And you'll hear her clock down the other direction. Podlers, and thank you all so much for tuning in to Even Footing Games Presents Babies and Broadswords. I hope you're all enjoying the show this week, and I'm here just to give you a couple quick updates on what's in store for Even Footing Games in the near future. We have the newest expansion for Babies and Broadswords coming out this weekend on DriveThru. It is the Winnie the Pooh special. And we're all just super excited to bring that to you. It's got six new characters with their own special class and abilities, and a short adventure of unique puzzles and foes. So be sure to keep an eye out for our Winnie the Pooh adventure, releasing this weekend on DriveThruRPG. Also, we're going to start putting together a monthly newsletter for you all so you can stay up to date on everything Evenfooting Games, and you can sign up for that newsletter on our website at evenfootinggames.com. That will of course include release dates and previews for our upcoming work, and some fun things like tips for our newsletters. 
If you would like to hear even more Babies and Broadswords in action, we're also playing over on the Tabletop Journeys podcast, so be sure to give those episodes a listen. And lastly, in addition to our Patreon, we have now launched a Ko-Fi page. There, you can offer us support in the form of a one-time contribution if that's something you're more comfortable with. But of course, we have our Patreon tiers as well. Thank you all for listening, and please enjoy the rest of the show. And the both of them grab you by an arm and sort of drag you out of Melody's room and down the hallway in the opposite direction. Henry and Daybella. Yes, I have a plan. Let's hear your plan. Okay. Daybella wants to start running towards Miss Margaret. So you have changed direction suddenly. Boom. Yes, yes. she sees Ignatius being dragged away and she's... Okay. Throws her hands up in defeat. She's, I don't and and Henry still going for the stairs. And uh, she's going. I would like to combine some powers. Oh, okay. Um, All right. I'm going to combo kid. What do you got here? Yeah, I'm going to activate my play with us forever and ever. Okay, and it's going to manifest as a bunch of horrible like reddish mushroomy things growing out of me okay. in my head. Okay. Oh, and I'm going to sweet. yell at her and try and use I like to watch you sleep, which makes me able to spook an enemy. Mm-hmm. Usually into giving me a cookie, right. but instead I'm going just gonna run up to her and yell, Let him go. Okay. I think this will spook and and scare ev- her. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Alright. I don't know what I need to roll. Daybelly, you turn around and and it's just like you described. You run up to Miss Margaret as she's kind of got Ignatius by the tail. Uh, and she sees you coming and she's looking at you quizzically. Again, trying to figure out who the heck you are. When all of these red glowing fungusy roots kind of pour out of your eyes and ears and nose and mouth. And, just, and this dusty sepulchral voice is, let him go, coming out of your tiny frame. And everyone starts screaming. <laughs> Good. Ignatius, too. Everyone. Ah, what? Everyone who's still in the room. So I guess it's just Ignatius. Ignatius, you're going to take two grumps from this, actually. Sorry. But she lets you go, uh, Ignatius. And just as soon as you, 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 know, you get the last word out, let him go. All the tendrils go <laughs> suck that right back in. But there is a cloud of spores now that's just sort of infesting everything. And people are breathing it, <laughs> coughing and hacking at the spores. There are crying, screaming children. A couple of the adults have bolted for the door <laughs> in terror. And yes, if you wanted to cause a distraction and a story to be told that'll certainly hurt Lady Chastity's bottom line, you succeeded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to hold out uh, a hand to Ignatius on the ground and just be like, come on. Okay. I'm going to go back. You I'm sure going to go back now. You, you want to take her hand after you just saw this? Well, she looks normal again, right? Yeah, she looks normal again. Yeah. Yeah, I trust Daybella. Okay. Maybe not whatever the heck that thing was. No, I, I don't know, know what that was, but Daybella looks right again, so. And besides, not like the funding I'm actually sorry, affects Ignatius. us. I just don't think... <laughs> That these are going to be our parents. That's very scary, though. Don't do that ever again. It's too scary. No, not to you. (laughs) She shiftily looks from side to side. No, I wouldn't. No. All right, and then I'm going to go run after Henry. Henry, you've seen none of this. You've been running down the hallway as fast as your stumpy little legs can carry you. Yeah. I there was I was not gonna scare anybody, I don't think. No, no, but you've majestically been hop run flying down majestically the hallway. Majestically run away with my majestically tail. Majestically run away. Legs. No, yeah, yes, exactly. Literally between your legs. It's it's not so much a retreat as it is a backwards advancing. <laughs> <laughs> a tactical retreat. It's a tactical repositioning. It's a reimagining of our location. You find yourself, though, eventually in front of a gated stairwell, much like the one 
on the poor part, or not the poor, I guess the poor part, the, the crappy part of Lady Chastity's, the not-so-great part of Lady Chastity's. It's very similar-looking gate, but it is definitely not rusty and pitted like the other one is. It's been maintained, and it's not locked. Uh, it's almost as if they trust the children to do what they tell them to do and not go where they tell them not to go up here in the front part. Because why wouldn't they? These kids have got it pretty good, all things considering. Oh, well, Henry, you know, kind of kind of tries to very quietly get the gate to... I mean, as quietly as one of those metal gates can be. Uh, you, you start to push it a couple of inches, and it goes... You can tell it's going to be squeaky. And you're, you're looking around, like, the second it makes a noise. But there doesn't seem to be anyone who notices... But you do, when you look behind you to see if anybody knows the sound, see Daybella and Ignatius come barreling down the hallway towards you. And you that's also when you notice the screaming that seems to be coming from, and crying that's also coming from the, uh, the front part of the orphanage. Well, Henry just takes that as, you know, obviously that was just what needed to happen. <laughs> that was going to happen. Yeah. Come on, guys. I got the gate open. We tried our best. It was locked, and I very heroically picked the lock. Let's go. Oh, that's amazing. Come on. You rush through, and Henry, you just wrench the door the rest of the way open. The, the gate, it screeches as it collapses, and the three of you run full metal up the stairs. Clump, 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 clump. As fast as you can. Give me nimble rolls, everyone. We all know how well it goes when toddlers try to run, let alone upstairs. Ten. Three. Six. I'm really tired. It's a physical roll. Around. I don't think Dave Bell has ever passed a physical roll. No, I'm not very good at that. <laughs> but she excels in other things. She excels in other things. What did you get, Henry? What did Henry get? Six. Henry, you 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 missed that you uh you kind of missed that that step and and skin a knee uh, as your shin hits it. Bonk. Uh, and you take two ouchies. Debel, you got a three? Mm-hmm. This is not the first time you've fallen downstairs, Debella. And I don't think it'll be the last time you've fallen downstairs. <laughs> yeah, stairs are my worst enemy. How many? What's your ouchie max right now? Six. Okay, so you're not completely out of it. So that's good. I have good. four ouchies right now. You are completely out of it. Oh, um, I figured. Yeah, Debella goes yep. down. Maybe if you hadn't scared half of the orphanage using your uh, your friend, you might have been able to, to to balance on the tumble a little bit better. But the exhaustion of summoning her warwalk companions has really just tuckered her out. And Daybella misses a step and just kind of goes backwards. You you take five ouchies on that one, so. I believe you are. Ooh, yeah. 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 By far. And she's just in a crumple at the bottom of the stairs. Henry stops and goes to pick her up. Ignatius, help me. Lee, okay, I'm going to need you to step you. away, please. Muscly rolls from you two. Six. Four. Rolled that one. <sighs> Maybe it's... You're so tired. Maybe it's because she's... Just seriously ragdoll, and if you've ever tried to pick up a kid who's gone boneless, they weigh five times as much as they usually do for some reason. Especially the furbold kid. Especially the furbold kid. You think she's and those feet? You... Her feet yeah. are like size thirteens. Like they're they're not normal sized feet. Daybella is Sasquatch. You managed to manhandle her up the stairs, but you're each gonna take another ouchie, getting her up. As you scrape and scrumble yourselves as well, trying to try to furbo handle her up the stairs. Oh come on, Daybella! You saved me. I gotta save you. Let's go. Wake up, Daybella! And you're starting to hear the sound of footsteps moving down the hallway in your direction. They're moving purposefully and with steady, clomping, clomping beats. Are there any closed doors near us or places you're, we can you're, hide? You're up on the stairwell. It's just like the stairwell oh. up to the second. It's 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 stairs up and then a landing and then it curves up off to the left. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we had already gotten her up the stairs. 
No, you're dragging her up the stairs right now when you start to hear the the, the footsteps coming from the, the the hallway that you just left. Yeah. Thwompkins, meanwhile, you're also being dragged uh, down actually, the hallway. Quick question. Yes. Did we ever work out what where we were going after we got the uh, super cuties antidote? I don't believe you guys ever talked about that. We don't think that. We're working ahead. Um, of I know. Planning I know. out um, something ahead of time. Because no. I think Thwompkins would probably be like, uh, uh, can, "Can you take me to the super happy fun time lift boxing or the the room with the toys? Maybe that might be better because then maybe my friends might meet me there." Good, good. Oh, where we found you? Uh huh. I, I guess because we had to we had to go back down there and 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 help Cindy with an eye. Who's Cindy with an eye? Oh, she's someone that wants to help all babies and 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 all the kids in the orphanage who who don't have toys and 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 don't. Wait, those were parents in that room. Kind of. How, Some of them. How how often does that happen? Uh, once a month, I guess. Well, once once. That's our parents, how many our, days? Our parents come and visit us. You have parents? Uh, kind of. We have secret parents. We we never see. Why don't we ever see parents? I don't know. I didn't even know you guys were here. Yeah, we're we're in the orphanage. We're in the back or the courtyard where all the rusty stuff is, and and all the porridge and 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 porridge and, yeah, rusty and, and stuff. And the, what are you talking walls, about? And weird the walls kid. are dirty, and the and 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 we're all really sad. That sounds awful. No, that's not the or. No, this is you're not you. I don't know where you're coming from, but that's not the orphanage. It's, Lady Chastity's is. Is smiling and happy, and 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 they keep us safe because our parents are secret parents. I don't have parents. Well, it's probably because you're made out of rocks. I bet your mom was a boulder, and your dad was a stalactite. Oh, I saw plenty of those in the underground. You were in the underground? Maybe I mean, that's I, I don't know what the, what the stalactite is. You live in the sewers? Well, <laughs> we went the, through the sewers. That's, that's where all the poo goes. It is? Uh-huh. Is that are the world po- ever? <laughs> are you a poo kid? No, I'm a gargoyle. Is gargoyle made out of poo? Uh... Because you came from the sewer, so you must be... We should put him in the bathroom and flush him down the toilet. That's where the poo goes. <laughs> just kind of stares at him. Bumpkins is kind of at this level where he's just kind of had enough. <laughs> he's just had enough. I don't blame him. These kids are jerks. Thwompkins, they they started. They've let kind of let you go, and they're arguing amongst themselves on what to do with you. Can he figure out the way to the closet now? Give me a crafty roll. Three and three six. Still feeling kind of lost, but. Mm, you know enough to know that back the way you came was where all of the trouble was and who knows what's ahead of you the direction where you're going they said they were taking you to the forbidden zone so you can assume that that's still in the direction you're heading uh, you know what he'll go to the forbidden zone alright Thwompkins breaks away and starts running and as he's running are you Keeping all of your costumes on? Yeah. Alright. Uh, give me a nimble roll to see how well you can see through the ghost mask and the other mask and the hat <laughs> and trying um, not to trip over your cowboy outfit and the long tail of the wizard cloak. Uh, I have the, the wizard cloak on. There's lots of wizard cloaks. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, two plus five <laughs> is seven. Okay, you're alright. You'll lose a couple layers as you run, but sure enough, as you get to the end of the hallway, you see a door that has red letters on a sign on top of the door, and it just looks like a nondescript door. Um, give me a brainy roll. Natural one, uh, three, four. You don't know what these letters say, but they're big red letters, and that's kind of fun. Opens, tries to open the door. <laughs> All right. Thwompkins opening the door. And you're immediately set upon by a smell, sort of like sulfur, sort of like 
cigar smoke, sort of like ectoplasmic Lovecraftian entity that seems to permeate the very walls and the greenish tinge to the air feels very familiar to you as you step across the threshold and the door closes behind you of its own accord. So with Henry, Daybella, and Ignatius working their way up to the second floor, and with Thwompkins in the Forbidden Zone, we're going to stop there for the day. Oh. We'll see oh. what happens next time. Uh, what have I done? Room. What have I done? So I, thought I, was, I thought I was helping. I thought I was room. helping. So thank you, everyone, for joining us for another episode of Babies and Broadswords. I have been Jason, your sitter, from me and the rest of the group. Thanks so much for joining us. If you like to stick around for nerd talk, we'll be doing big kid chat in a moment. But for now, please follow us on our various social medias. Hop on our Discord and say hello. If you like what you hear and you want to see more games and stuff from Even Footing Games, we always need your help, both socially and financially. So hop on our Patreon page. Drop a couple bucks here. We want to thank all of our patrons who do help us with our, uh, hosting our website, with our software for editing, which buys us more time to create some of the games that are going to be coming your way, which we're going to be talking about, I think, today in today's Big Kids Talk. So if you want to kind of sneak preview on what we're working on, I'd stick around for that. But if you're just here for story time, thanks so much. We'll see you next time oh, for that. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. So, hey, welcome to Big Kid Rule time, big kids. We're actually going to be doing a little bit of a, a special preview today. We're going to be talking about some of the stuff that we have coming out in the works. Even Footing Games is a game design company, first and foremost, who just seems to dabble in some other stuff. But we do want to prompt, uh, to, to prove that we are working on other stuff uh, and not just sitting on our thumbs. So... I guess I will talk about the next thing that's coming out since I was the one who sort of worked on this the most, but Jack is certainly but a huge help. But we are working on more modules for Babies and Broadsword System. We're very excited about kind of branching out into other family-friendly type games. So we're going to be coming out pretty shortly with a an adventure based on the first book in the Winnie the Pooh cycle by A.A. Milne titled Winnie the Pooh. Our game is going to be the 100 Acre Heist, I believe is what we're calling it right now. Mm-hmm. But what we've done is created a short one-shot adventure based on the different characters in the in the first Winnie the Pooh book. And it comes complete with six character classes for each of the characters in the book. All of the ones you recognize except for Tigger, who doesn't come around until the second book, so he won't be public access until... What, 2022, I think we figured out, something like that? It 24, is 2022. I think. 20, 2026 when Tigger <laughs> Coming for you, Tigger. Yeah, 26, yeah, yeah. okay. 2026. The year of the it Tigger. The year of the Tigger. Right. Doesn't stop you from homebrewing, Tigger, but we've actually come up with, with classes based on some of the attributes of the different characters in the Winnie the Pooh cycle. So you'll get to play through Pooh trying to... Get the honey out of the honey tree, the whole little black rain cloud thing. Rue is kidnapping by Rabbit. Pooh getting stuck in the in Rabbit's house. Piglet hunting the heffalumps. If you've read the Winnie the Pooh story book, you will recognize the stories. If you've seen the Disney cartoons, you'll recognize them as well. But Jack has done some beautiful illustrations. Uh, Aw, thank sort you. Of based on Victorian toys, and so it feels very set to the time period that the books were written, and that's going to be coming out shortly. So keep an eye out for that. I think we're going to be offering that as a PDF on drive-thru. Drive-thru. Drive-thru, and and if you're a patron, you'll get it for free. That's right. Patrons that's get right. all sorts of Patrons will cool always stuff. get digital files of all of our stuff for free. For do, do, free. Do, 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 you know, do you know what else patrons get for free? Our appreciation and love. Yes. Our undying love. Yes. There's a lot of that. So come to the Discord and you'll see it. You'll see it all. 
What else are we working on, though? What's the next thing down the, 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 the tube? Uh, I think we should talk to Jack about that. Jack? Oh, okay. So What's we, okay. going on, Jack? <laughs> well, I think Jason's stated this before. We're supposedly going to be hitting a climax to this uh, season at some point. And, I mean, depending on how many times Thwompkins runs off on his own and does weird things. I'm sure I probably put a weird thing on that but um anyway so next season next season yes we're doing seasons we're gonna try to switch things up a little differently here rather than running one of our products because we at even footing games like to talk about game design as a whole and also what's going on in the industry we're actually gonna be trying out another system we're gonna be trying the very much recognized now due to the really popular kickstarter raging Uh, popularity yeah uh mm-hmm. avatar legends by magpie games train. and i will as you might have guessed maybe by the fact that i'm the one talking about it i will be the game master for that sadly i won't be the sitter i'll be the game master and we're gonna be setting it in the roku era which is, takes place 100 years before the show actually about 120 years before the show and we're gonna be you know getting that going uh we're gonna have it's uh powered by the apocalypse system so it's gonna run a little differently very narrative heavy. We'll go more into it as as things go. But the thing is, is we also wanted to address it early because it's obviously going to be a little bit different than babies and theme. And like, you know, yeah, we're still going to bring that even footing games humor to it. But obviously no one's going to be peeing on anybody. Probably. I hope I was going to say, <laughs> oh, you don't Jimmy. know. Jimmy. I mean, just, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the cute Jimmy's a waterbender. You know, this is this is a world that's. You know, not not the war-torn, you know, Fire Nation conquering world from the show yet, but it is building up to that. There is tensions rising. There are there is politics. There is martial arts. There are characters going through major, massive story arcs and balancing of, you know, different principles in their lives. So it's going to be a little bit different in theme. We hope you enjoy it. We hope you stick around. And again, we'll do everything we can to make sure that it is as entertaining. And we hope to deliver to you the best possible entertainment we can. And also we'll be talking about the game and what we think about it as we go along. And that's what a lot of the big kids talks will be about how to run other systems, what to expect Mm -hmm. from other systems, stuff like that. And another thing to to keep in mind, if, especially if you're not familiar with the Avatar, the last Airbender cartoon that came out, was it over 20 years ago now? Yeah, wow. It's still a family friendly environment. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. still going to be a family friendly podcast, but there's going to be a little bit more, a little heavier themes. Yeah, I will note, yes. and this is something that's even embroiled in the game, like something like, for example, death is very unlikely. If it is, it's for mm-hmm. a narratively heavy reason, and it's done with purpose and respect to the fact that it's a death. So death probably won't be likely. But again, there will be characters going through physical and mental conflicts and punching and kicking and airbending and firebending. Firebending. Fire, fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say there's gonna there's apparently a lot of fire based on the character choices and a little heads up there. But even if you are, you've never heard of Avatar Last Airbender or have not watched it, we really hope you join us for that journey. And I'll try to make it as, you know, lore friendly as possible for those not familiar with it. It's also not going to be a super long uh, campaign. Uh, It is going to be kind of an interim before we switch over to another one of our systems. But speaking of that, I just want to very quickly kind of. More in theme of what is coming next game-wise than of mechanics, but we've got a couple of things down the line. Lee, do you want to start? Sure. So we are just beginning to look into creating a new setting for our base system, and we're going with a running title right now is Cozy Core. We're looking at creating a game that can give you a similar feeling to when you first started playing TTRPGs. So we're looking at very wondrous and simple and finding comfort in your home life and in easy adventures and stuff like that. So it's very, very beginning process right now. So I don't have much more to say besides that, unfortunately, but it'll be pretty narrative heavy 
And I hope you notice the theme of of <laughs> our games. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we like narration. We like stories. So it's going to be pretty heavy reliance on that and setting a, a tone for your games. And what system will that be using? You said you said one of our It'll systems. Be our system. But 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 yes. I don't think we've You're, really announced it. We haven't we don't have a name yet for our BNB Plus. It is a a system that is going to be kind of is a grow a growth spurt of babies and broadswords. It is going to be similarly simple to to use, but it is and it at its very core, it's going to have more than one pool of hit points. Things will affect mm-hmm. you uh, mentally, socially, and physically, because we think that that is an important distinction, that not everything affects you in the same way. But yes, all these games are going to be, hopefully you'll, you'll see it as a, a growing up of the baby system. It's definitely going to be the kind of thing where if you've played or listened to Babies and Broadswords, the new system, you should be able to fit right in and learn a couple new rules and be right with it. And we hope to keep our system similar as we grow up together as a team and provide more complex games with more options, more abilities, more dice, more fun, and just different settings. So there's going to be a lot, a lot deeper. A lot deeper exploration of your character, as well as the storyline with that system that we're that we are upgrading. And then finally, Jack or Jason, do you want to just tease? As <laughs> yours is also likely's uh, pretty far out, but just kind of setting wise, what you're looking at for the other setting, which is could not be more different than Lee's cozy. Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. Jason, I'm, I'm, I've already we've all talked, so I think I think I think you, I think you can talk about this one. The other game that we're working on right now uh, that's going to be using our unnamed uh, system right now is called Legacy Drive, and the premise of that one is the far future. Humans are gone; they've died off mysteriously, and all that's left is sentient robots who are trying to figure out their place in the universe now that their creators are gone. So it's about growing up. It's about leaving home. It's about finding your purpose. It's going to be a game that's big on exploration. It's going to be a game that's big on... Both self and actual literal universe exploration. Yes, yes. Both Mm -hmm. exploring the galaxy while you explore... Your inner universe. The inside journey is just as important as the outside journey. Again, narrative heavy, but with robots. So there's going to be lots of cool sci-fi robots. Hey, stuff. Jason, Jason, can I have a cannon arm? Yes, you can have a cannon can arm. I have, can I have tread wheels for legs? Absolutely, you can, can have, have tread wheels for legs. You sure can. Hey, wait a second. Can I upgrade that jetpack? You <gasps> can. You absolutely can. Now, when you upgrade that jetpack, that cannon arm might not be as powerful as it used to be because you've only got so much energy, but... It can only be so awesome. You can only be so awesome. But it's going to be a game that, that again, like the, like Jimmy and Lee were saying, the system is going to be very narrative heavy. We are, as you can see, we, there's definitely a theme in our games. It's, it's a lot about the story. It's a lot about narrative. But Legacy Drive is really going to be something for you sci-fi geeks out there who have been hoping for a really kind of crunchy, fun throwback to the you know sort of the afrofuturism the 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 punk sci-fi of the 70s sort of heavy metal a lot of david bowie influences that sort of thing that's the vibe we're going for so that that's coming down the the, uh, the road and can't wait to do the art and jack is already drawing so many robots well i i I mean i haven't started yet but when i do it will be a flood no we we know you've got them already well okay 14 million million robots that number is pending. But there's other there's there's other babies and broadsword stuff that's coming down the pipeline in the more immediate future. Jimmy is working on sort of our second edition right now. It's going to be more big kid rules and a much longer campaign. So we've talked a lot in some of our big kid talks about how to run your own campaign as opposed to just one shot of babies and broadsword. So we're putting that into a book. We're working on that right now. Advanced babies and broadsword. Advanced babies and broadsword. Bronze age. There you go. 
A, B, and B. Aaron is working on a sitter's guide for new game masters and sitters. Sort of a journal to help you plan your own games. That'll be coming out in the next months or so. So lots of stuff to keep an eye on. Lots of stuff down the tube. But what we really need is support from you all so that we know we're not just working in a vacuum here. We love creating this stuff, but we love having an audience that wants the stuff even more. So Jason, if so, I may. Yes, if, you may. may. May I say that what we're, what we're basically trying to say is your relationship with the even, even footing games and our and us in general isn't fleeting. We're not a one night stand. We're a committed relationship. <laughs> we're here, we're we're here. We're here for the long haul. We'll bring you juice boxes. We'll we want to give you our all juice the juice boxes. boxes. A very Different flavors, cozy juice boxes, space juice boxes, you know, even more Robot baby juice boxes. Juice boxes. <laughs> and who knows what other juice boxes we'll deliver down the road. <laughs> That's a great place to end right there. I think so. So from all of us here at Even Quitting Games, thank yes. you for joining us Nailed for it. another episode of Even Footing Games Presents Babies and Broadswords. We will see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, Bye Pollard.